Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 144 of the High Sensitivity Podcast, and thank you for listening. If it's your first time here, we talk about video game and movie news, as well as what we watched or played over the week. My name is Barry, along with my co-host. My name is Craig. Craig Craig. <laughs> my name is also Craig. I don't have anything smart to say, so I'll just <laughs> not say anything. Go and birds. What all, yeah, go birds. <laughs> Go Go birds. birds. (laughs) (laughs) What a way to start. Finishing just after they beat the 49ers. Super Bowl bound. (laughs) You know what else is Super Bowl bound? Our news. Our news is going straight to the Super Bowl. It is. There it goes. It has nothing to do with football, though. Uh, First, we'll talk about the Xbox Game Developers Conference, which I think is kind of the biggest thing that we have on our board here. Starting off with uh, Elder Scrolls Online, the game that just doesn't continue to die. Uh, gets another expansion i didn't realize but there are 20 plus expansions to this game wow. and they're oh, just wow. adding another class uh yeah. apparently like there isn't a lot of classes to this uh to the elder scrolls games but dang 20 expansions that's crazy should, that is crazy should we be playing this i i remember playing it when it first <laughs> no. came out but no. like i i played it for like an hour and that was it it's a valid question, though, Greg. That is, <laughs> if it has that, if it's been going that long, I feel like it has to be somewhat decent. Yeah, but I think for the most part, like my issue with those ge- with that game in particular is like it's the same thing as Elder Scrolls, like Oblivion, and mm-hmm. or Skyrim. Sorry, I should say Skyrim, and it's mm-hmm. just very boring in the beginning. Like most of these games, like much like when we talk about Red Dead Redemption Two here, uh, it's just <laughs> so boring that it's sometimes hard to get past the beginning. So. Yep. Minecraft Legends gets a nice new trailer and is going to be available on April 18th. It is this kind of weird clash of like action and strategy type game. As I'm kind of known as the strategy person when it comes to, you know, Fire Emblem and Age of Empires. So, you know, it would because it's included in Game Pass. I'm going to give it a shot like it it deserves Mm -hmm. at least some sort of shot here with it. So definitely has piqued my interest a little bit more. But uh the last Minecraft like spinoff game, it was only all right. It was that top down. I love that thing. Was, yeah. So it was, I, yeah. It. I thought it was yeah. awesome. And I thought it was more the same at first. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm ready. But it's not <laughs> something <laughs> different. <laughs> we then have Redfall 2 uh, getting announced to May 2nd. Overall, guys, like I'm not sure. Did you guys watch the trailer? Like, what do you guys think of Redfall? I know opinions for this game are kind of eh. We'll see. I mean, I'll yeah, download it, right? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Kind of the same thing. It's kind of polarized in terms of like how people feel about it, but I'll download it. You know, it's definitely Game Pass. I, I, I'm, I'm down to try anything with like some type of vampire, say vampiric nature to it as well. So yeah. we'll see. Yeah, I, I, for the most part with Redfall. I know people continue to look at this game and go, it's like Left 4 Dead, but it just does not look as good as Left 4 Dead. But there seems to be a little bit of a mixture of the kind of the arcane energy where it's more like Mm -hmm. powers and stuff, much like we got with Deathloop, which I believe is the same developers of this Mm -hmm. game here. So we'll have to wait and continue to see what this game continues to show off. But Overall, like it, it's going to be one of these things where it feels like if I don't have friends who are going to play it, I'm like I'm probably going to drop it really quickly. So, same. You know. That's where I, that's where I'm at too. I'm excited for the arcane aspect of it because I like what they do. But like, as far as it, it, I already know, it, it doesn't support uh, couch co-op. 
So my wife and I were interested in playing it, but we only have one Xbox account. So yeah, or at least one Game Pass account. So yeah, I don't know. Forza Motorsport gets a whole new demo still kind of being said for 2023. There are a lot of rumors saying it's not going to come out in 2023, but Forza Motorsport, I have a feeling that, and maybe it's just me that feels this way. And I, well, I know it's not just me because I hear it on the internet all the time. Forza Motorsport just isn't like the, the Forza game that most people want. A lot of people still really prefer the horizon games because it's street racing. And I get that Microsoft is trying to have its answer to pro- to like Gran Turismo in a way, but there are so many people who just look at this game and go, it just seems like all they're focusing on is the graphics. Like it doesn't, it doesn't, they really yeah. aren't showing off whatever cool stuff is racing because, well, it's kind of the most, and I don't, I'll kind of put it lightly. It's like the most, tr- it's tr- more track racing, which people are more interested in the street racing when it comes to like need yeah. for speed. It's what we all grew up on. So the real racing portion of things seems to be not as this game just doesn't have the hype that horizon does. So I'm interested to see what, like if this game doesn't end up being as popular as horizon, do they just scrap motorsport altogether just to come out with more horizon games quicker? Yeah, I, I don't, there's gotta be a, like people must still be playing these games because they're still making Gran Turismo and Forza motorsports games. I always play them. But I never play them as long as I do Horizon. I don't mind track racing and having a more realistic approach to racing. But yeah, I don't I'm not personally like super, super excited for it. It's I'll download it because it's on Game Pass and I'll probably play it for like five to ten hours and get my fill and move on. Um, But I know there are like diehard sim racing fans, but I don't know if they're Mm -hmm. looking at. Are they looking at Forza? Are they buying Gran Turismo? Or there's one on PC that I always forget the name of that seems like a lot of sim racing fans go to. But I feel like out of all of them, Forza is probably it's the like last GT pick. racing or something like something that. Something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. GTI. I think you. I mean, we'll have to see. But I feel like at this moment, you still pick Gran Turismo over Forza, I think. Well, and it's funny because there are like literal like racing championships. Like I see it on Mm -hmm. Sony's channel all the time (laughs) where there's Mm -hmm. like Gran Turismo World Championships. And it's like, yeah, I guess people take Forza that (laughs) serious. No, sorry. Gran Turismo that seriously. Like and it's, you know, a league where you can win money and it's almost like as intense as driving without having to get into an actual car. It's, it's, It's all really strange, but it's cool. Lastly, from the conference, we got a surprise drop of Hi-Fi Rush. Yes. Uh, and we are going to talk about Hi-Fi Rush games. Playing <laughs> yes, we week, is. Yep. Yep. Uh, yes, we is. But it's just really nice to see a shadow drop of something like this. And mm-hmm. me personally, I didn't know what to expect until I downloaded it. And, yep. you know, kind of another piece of the news is this game is getting raved on by reviews. Like, it is good. This oh, is my God. Good yeah. Game and the fact that mm-hmm. it didn't have like all of the advertising and it just went, okay, this game's available tonight. Go and download it. Have fun. And it was like, okay, like this game worked perfectly with, with this type of system. And maybe this starts to like, we've been talking about how Xbox really hasn't had their games for a while. Like they bought all these studios. They even bought Activision and that's kind of all up in arms right now. So, you know, I kind of can't help but wonder whether or not, we're starting to actually see these games just for Xbox come out. You know, we know Redfall's coming out. 
We know, you know, Gran Turismo's coming out. We know another Forza. Elder Scrolls and Fate. Sorry. Forza. Wow. Yeah, you're right. Forza. <laughs> <laughs> we know another fours is coming out hopefully this year we also know that they have other games planned like there's a fable in works there is a another elder scrolls in the works there's still starfield which yep. may not come out this year either there are a lot of talk yeah. about that game not coming out either so it feels like either 2023 is going to be a year that's empty again for xbox or they're just pushing it all back to 2024 and then you finally get all the games you're wondering about. And, you know, they still have games like Stalker. Stalker 2 was, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're kind of just waiting as well with that. Because I also wonder, like, what are these teams? And, and I, I'm i trying to think about how to word this because I don't want to sound insensitive. But it's like these games are probably pretty close to done development for the most part. Mm-hmm. Like these games, like, and it, when I talk about these games, I'm talking about Stalker 2 and Advance Wars. Like these games were supposed to come out months ago, almost probably yeah. a year now. And due to the war going on in Ukraine, these companies have decided to stop uh, production on this game. So I just kind of wonder whether or not like we hear about it all the time where it was like we dumped a bunch of physical cartridges of E.T. somewhere. And it's like, are there are there yeah. just a bunch of cases of Advanced Wars and Stalker 2 like waiting to be shipped out once, you know, things finally calm down? if it ever comes down with the war going on in Ukraine, but right. Still though, we have to see where Xbox is going. Mm -hmm. Speaking of that, would you gentlemen say like, we don't have to, I I know we don't do this every month at all, but like, would you say that Xbox had the strongest month this month? Because when you think about it, they dropped the personas on game pass, which regardless Mm -hmm. of who cares about how portable was, because there's two technical versions of persona three portable, but they dropped portable and golden and then they kind of came out with the surprise drop with hi-fi rush and playstation has what forspoken yeah Mm -hmm. and uh, january is not uh, usually a big month either which is that's true yeah yeah if anything i would still say nintendo had the biggest month you know technically technically considering that you had fire emblem come out but yeah you know not everybody's gonna play hi-fi rush we love uh, you know based yeah. on what you guys are hearing from us we love hi-fi rush but hi-fi right. rush is not a game for everybody neither is fire emblem no mm-hmm. but this game was this game was shadow dropped in a surprise which is i think it's what we're thinking yeah about. this is a surprise shadow dropped game where mm-hmm. with fire emblem we knew this game's coming out and it's pretty much lived up to expectations and mm-hmm. not only that like yes those games are on game pass they're also available on switch the persona series now so both mm-hmm. Persona 4 Golden and P3P, uh, yeah, P3P, yeah, are available on Switch, but they're just not available through Game Pass. And again, let me tell right. you, P3P is rough. That is, It is a rough game. So continue enjoying <laughs> yeah. 4, because once you guys try 3, you're in for a rude awakening. Um, let me say this about Hi-Fi Rush. I, It's well known I am a sucker for shadow-dropping games. I think it's like it doesn't happen enough, and it's the coolest thing ever. But I think for me, it's the fact that one, somehow, some way they managed to make this game without anything really leaking about it at all. Mm-hmm. And then to drop it and be like, go play it. And for it to not have any issues that I saw, right? Like it's running smoothly. Yeah. I didn't see any issues playing that game. That's crazy. In this day and age that nothing that I saw personally leaked about this game ever. 
Like, yeah. I don't know how you do that nowadays. I wish it would happen more often because it's just something about watching a direct or an E3 and them saying available now that always just gets me so excited. It's just such a cool thing. It doesn't happen anymore. I'm so I want that like the original Sony PlayStation feeling when they're like two ninety nine, go buy it now or something. You know what I mean? Or go buy it Friday. <laughs> like I missed yeah. that. I want more. <laughs> Yeah, but we'll we'll get to talk to more about uh, Hi-Fi Rush after we get done with the news here. Just a couple other smaller ones coming out. Both of these have to do with The Last of Us. Uh, Last of Us 2, Season 2 has been confirmed. It's been renewed. Yep. Of course it has been. It has been a of very course. good... It's been a very good phenomenon for uh, HBO and HBO Max in general. In a slightly somber news, the actress who played Tess in The Last of Us, Annie Warshag... Warshing? Warshing? Man, I'm Warshing, sorry. I think. Yeah. Yeah, um, dies from uh, at age forty five from cancer. Uh, it just feels like it's. It kind of feels weird in a way where like Tessa's is now getting her spotlight in a way because of the show, and yeah, you know her character dies and now she you know dies from her battle with cancer. It's just yeah. sad to see that because she's probably. You know she's probably now getting a lot more. A lot more people are seeing her now just because also with The Last of Us doing so well on HBO, sales for the game have gone up 200 and something percent for, you know, for part one. So now more people are getting to witness her, see her, you know, act and probably one of like the greatest small roles we've seen in gaming. You know, one of the more memorable Mm -hmm. people in gaming, despite the fact that in both the show and in the game, she's not there for a long time. You know, you got to. She's not. Yep. You know, it's just a daily reminder just to, especially at age 45, uh, just to never take any day for granted, you know, for sure. Yep. That's just going out to anybody there. It's uh, 45 is a young age for uh, for people. and It is. That is. And she was in a lot of stuff, too. Like, I remember her in uh, the show Scandal. Um, yeah. I know she was in other stuff oh, as yeah, well. She but was she, in if you look up like her, her, you know, IMDb or whatever, she was in a ton of stuff. But I, 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 for our podcast purposes people will know her best as tess yeah from the video game not from the uh not from the show not from the show yep and then lastly on my news we have horizon multiplayer beta early concept stuff leaked uh kind of came out on a video on reddit i was showing this to craig on saturday Mm -hmm. uh but overall there's been a lot of rumors about the next horizon game maybe being a multiplayer sort of thing we don't know whether or not it's going to be something that's a free for all or whether or not it's, you know, they stick you in the Forbidden West world and you just get to roam around with your friends hunting machine animals, which would probably be pretty fun. I can see the aspect in that almost like a monster hunter type of thing. But the just a couple differences I noticed from watching this one, the characters look way more cartoony. And I'm I think that has to do with the early access stuff that was leaked. I'm hoping the character models are more flushed out like how Aloy and the rest of the world looks like because it'd look really weird to like take anybody who's played Forbidden West like you know you take your really cartoony character and put it in that world it would kind of feel off in a way but I have a feeling it's mostly because of the early access stuff and you know if you're interested make sure to go ahead and watch it it looks very faithful to the Horizon game and it looks like it's pretty much just dumping you in the Forbidden West world which there's tons of stuff to explore in that in general so we have to see but horizon may may be getting a multiplayer spinoff maybe i maybe i tried i don't know about you guys 
Yeah, I would. I probably I probably wouldn't, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it for news for me. How about you guys? Yeah, um, I'll tie into your multiplayer aspect here, and we have confirmation that there is not only a Far Cry multiplayer in development, but Far Cry Seven. Um, does anybody care <laughs> that another Far Cry is coming? I saw it, and I saw. 35 to 40 hours when i was reading that article 35 to 40 hours of my life getting wasted with a 45 percent completion of the game again that's what i saw it's just like six was to me (laughs) you know yeah yeah i was so hyped for six because i thought it was going to be like all right this is the one that's going to get me back into far cry again because five did not do it for me and then i went in to six ready to go and i think i got like six seven hours in and like i haven't touched it since no i'm again i'm the same way and i was the one that loved that hyped up this game i have the ultimate edition of it you know downstairs Mm. but my my issue is is just and my love for spanish culture and my culture in general can only take me so far and Mm. like the rest of the stuff is just feels boring like it Mm -hmm. Mm. there there's no other way to put it and i'm not the biggest fan of like all of this leveled loot and then having to wait until you have like you. And I know it's not really waiting cause it's kind of appropriate to where you get it. I think a part of me just needs to put it in easy mode just so I can just start running around and just going at my own pace yep, most yeah. likely. And I need to stop easy. getting stopped by every single thing on, you know, the <laughs> in the, in the map. Cause th- those are the issues with that game is that yep. this one too character much. needs you to do too many things for them in order to be their friend or something like that. And then to continue to go on, it's just, yeah, it's rough. It's fine. If I, sorry, Far Cry 7 just isn't probably going to do it for me. If there's one thing I could prop up as like the savior of my gaming habits the past three or four years, it's been putting things on easy mode. It's been like the greatest revelation for me to tell myself, like, you don't need to try and beat these games on the hardest difficulty anymore. You can put the game on easy and actually have a good time. Like it's, it's been such a freeing thing these past couple of years that like not every game, but a lot of games far cry was one of them where I was like, I'm just going to throw it on easy mode. I did it with horizon. Um, that was God of war. I played on normal, but like horizon mm-hmm. was the one for me that was like, let me put this on easy mode and let me get that story. And it was the best decision I ever made in that case. Yeah. That was with Zero Dawn for me is when I just put it yep. on easy and just started to like just have fun with yep. the rest of it. And yep. I think like as we get older, I think we're starting to understand that more now just because, yeah. you know, there's so many games we can play now. When we were younger, we had to save up money for games and we couldn't afford the games yep. we yep. wanted without having to sell something else off. So right. now that we all have a hearty collection of games, it's just the backlog <laughs> continues to grow. Yeah. yeah, you have to try and get through them quick. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I yeah. So second piece of news here. This one I thought was hilarious. Um, The game the day before gets delayed, but it got delayed because they forgot to trademark the name and somebody else trademarked the name instead of them. Uh, (laughs) So who gets fired then? Somebody's getting fired. I mean, it's a small team, I believe, that are making it. Yes, it it is. The, the, uh, you know, like the statement I read was like, it just, you know, basically slipped their mind that like they needed to trademark this and now... I think it's like a six month delay or something like that, where they're like, yeah, ah, so, we got to figure it out. So it's or, a nine month even... delay, right? Nine month. Like, delay do you rename it? 
I think they were trying to negotiate with the person who trademarked it at one point, but like, man, that's something that's like you would think would be the first thing you would do when you start making a game. Like, let me trademark the name of this game first. Um, but yeah, I just thought it was hilarious that it somehow managed to slip their mind until it was supposed to come out this month, right? Yes, I, I believe so. Month. Yeah, yes. yeah, or February. <laughs> this was the yeah. number one most wish list game on Steam. Yeah, and to to kind of have this can really set you back because people will now forget about your game, and we'll yep. have to see whether or not people are interested in it. I will say, like, I saw that game, and I am interested in it. Like, I want mm-hmm. to play it. it it Same. just seems like a third person, almost escape from Tarkov type right. of game in which I'm, I I think I'll enjoy that. I enjoyed the PVP portions of like the division. Mm-hmm. So, and I feel like this is now just a permanent all on PVP mode from, from the division <laughs> portion of things. So I'm hoping that we get yeah. to see more from this game. They also came out and said that they will release new gameplay footage as long as their lawyers say it's okay. Like that's what, <laughs> oh, really? that's what they're all waiting on here is that they yeah. want to give an update uh, with everything, but due to this copyright thing that Craig mentioned, they can't do anything. And that's what they worry <laughs> about. I don't think they changed the name. I think for the most part, they will probably they have, a, I don't know if they're going to pay. They probably have room in court to like say, Hey, like yeah. this is ours. Cause co- copyright law is a very strange thing. To yeah. where if the person was maliciously doing the copyright law, you can pay, but then you can also win in court. So, you yeah. know, it's yeah. we, we have to see. It's just interesting. <laughs> um, and then the last piece of news, which is also interesting, is the uh, League of Legends source code was stolen uh, and was ransomed. They said, pay us money or we will release it. And what I thought was hilarious is Riot Games said, nope, we're not paying. Um Basically, from what I understand from reading is what could come from this is, you know, the source code is out there now for this game, which means it's going to be way easier to make, you know, different types of cheats and stuff for this game. So they -hmm. said they're going to be vigilant about trying to make sure that that doesn't happen and that they were adamant that no customer information was involved in this. But it's just interesting that this stuff, when this stuff happens um, more frequently than it probably should. And, you know, it's it's interesting that Riot was like, no, nah, we're not going to pay you. It's not going to happen. <laughs> we will. It just we will takes one USB negotiate. Drive. Yeah, we don't negotiate <laughs> with terrorists. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's the last piece of news I had. All right. Um, I had uh, I also was uh, interested in that Far Cry thing, Craig. So I, I was I had that written down. I mm-hmm. I heard also that it was supposed to be or there's like rumors that it's supposed to take place in Alaska might yeah, be the setting you know you cool. might be able to win me with that i hate to say it but you might be able to win me with alaska he's gonna buy that hundred dollar edition again dang it yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm not i'm not gonna lie barry i'm with you i read that and i was like i would play something in a Ala- like you know i just there's not a lot out there that takes place in alaska you know that kind of thing so there was that game uh, that had alaska in the title i forget what it's called i was on game pass at one point it was like a survival type game. But yeah, that's the only other thing I've ever seen Alaska wise. Yeah, we'll see if it comes to fruition, but that's apparently what the news is right now for that. We know we have about 18 years till that game comes out, you mm-hmm. know, or, you know, it takes a while to build a, a Far Cry game. It does. Um, so then, yeah, the only other thing that I had in news today was so going back to HBO, The Last of Us, um, because we were talking about it earlier is um there was a recent 
collection of study uh, from the site called Television Stats. And um, these are the kind of accolades that it has right now, like two episodes in. It's the number one most torrented show, the number one most visited Wikipedia page, the number one fastest growing topic on Reddit, the number one fastest growing topic on Twitter. It's got the number one IMDb popularity as of the 27th of January. And this is the bigger one because considering how vast it is, the 16th most searched item or term on Google, which you can imagine how many things are being searched, you know, on Google, you know, yeah. so, um, you know, we were talking about Tess earlier and, and the death of that, uh, of that uh, actress and, um, you know, it's crazy what they've already been able to accomplish thus far two episodes in already. I mean, the season two thing we already knew, like anybody could watch the first episode and say that they were going to make a season two of that. But um, the amount of newcomers to the idea of the last of us, people who haven't played the game, but had a friend or maybe like a nephew, maybe they bought it for their nephew for Christmas or something or, or niece and they played it, but they, they know of it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's crazy. It kind of shows the power of what a television series can do when done right. And when released at the right time, like keywords are done right because they did have to do something to keep people watching. And I believe the viewership did up by the second episode. I don't have those numbers mm -hmm. in front of me, but, yeah. Yeah. but um, you know, that's, that's the combination of what it was able to accomplish and word of mouth. I don't know why I'm going into it as much. Cause I know we're just going to talk about the episode two and later and what we watched, but the, that collection of data is, is very surprising with how popular it is to me, you know? So, yeah. Um, what's funny to me is like, I've, I watch it with my wife, right? We watch it every week and she, I've, I've forced her to play the first last of us and she's played it two times now. And both times she's gotten to like points where she's like, I can't like, it's too difficult or like, I'm too scared to like keep playing it. And she wants to play the second one. And for her, she was, we were watching the second episode and she was like, this is perfect. I can just watch this and then just go play the second game. She's like, I don't have to worry about like, you know, I can't beat this part. So I'm never going to see the ending because she still doesn't know what the ending of the first game is. So this is the perfect way for her to be like, all right, I got that whole story. Now I can go right into the second one, which in my opinion is better. I know we've talked about that before. Um, mm -hmm. Or I mean, maybe the same thing. Maybe she tries a second one and, and can't get through it, but then you have the second season. So you still get the story. So it's awesome that people are still going to be able to get the entire story of this. Yeah, and I'm excited for it too. I mm -hmm. uh, it's just nice to hear that. Again, you know, everybody's kind of saying, "Hey, this is the video game adaption we've all been waiting for." Yep. But it's also like it depends on what you're adapting. Like this game is pretty much a movie in its own right. So the fact that it's yep. yeah. it, you know, it's not hard to imagine that this was adapted and this was adapted successfully. I just have a feeling, you know, maybe in future, in future gaming things. Get the game developers like somewhat yep. active in the role that you're doing. Like Neil Druckmann was and a lot of people were asking me about this earlier as well, is like, why is this succeeding? Well, Neil Druckmann was a co-director for this entire thing. And and essentially, like in in most cases, directing a movie, it's almost like their baby. And this goes for any director in any profession here. Whether it's a video game, a movie, it's pretty much, you know, their kid. And 
they want to see it represented in a light that benefits, you know, them and, you know, sees all the hard work that got put into it. So it's just, it just makes sense that this, that this game is getting what it needs to for, for the TV show. And, you know, all kudos to them, you know, HBO, it looks like they spared no expense in yeah. getting it to work the way they did the, the clicker scene, which I know we'll talk about. I loved the Ooh. way the clickers looked. It was, <laughs> yeah, it was good. Now give me my Bioshock TV show, you cowards! Yeah. I'm saying <laughs> yeah, they, could, they can they fun. they can follow that story to a T too, and yep. it'd be epic. It would be yep. amazing. Bring in Ken Levine; that's his baby, his Bioshock, and HBO would be the right place to do it. He can do his. I mean, that's what happened before. It was supposed to be a movie with Guillermo, right? Was he was on? He was tapped to direct it, and he wanted to do an R-rated movie, and they told him no, so he backed out, and the you know, that whole Bioshock movie dream died. So HBO, you know, this is, you got last of us. Now go get Bioshock, please. Bioshock would do really well. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Absolutely believe that. But speaking of video games, let's talk about the games we played this week. So many. I, I have more (laughs) of a better feeling for fire emblem engage with final thoughts there. I played Forspoken. And as we've alluded to, I have played the crap out of Hi-Fi Rush, beating <laughs> yeah. that game in a day and a half. Yeah. So uh, I also play? I also beat Hi-Fi Rush. Um, I also played Forspoken. I also played Dead Space. And I also played some Goldeneye. Ooh, OK. <laughs> um, this was a busy week for me. So I played I did the Hi-Fi Rush. I am still boycotting forespoken it is you didn't unwrapped. open it i didn't open it okay. i know i talked to you about it craig i <laughs> did not go. open this it is yet gonna, th- this is going to be like I, I if if you agree to play it i'm gonna have you open it live on live on yes right here. yes yes it's going to be a live opening <laughs> if we can if we yep. can make you play it so we'll see we have to we'll make a there. strong argument to open it and not i have turn it yeah yes i have to hear this and <laughs> I can't wait now. Okay. Um, and then I just played more Persona 4 Golden. Um, I had one of those weeks where I was working a lot, so uh, I couldn't really. I needed something to just like focus on a calendar year and tasks. And that's what that game does. So not a heavy game week for me. Mm. All right. So uh, I'll go ahead and talk about Fire Emblem Engage because we talked about that last week. I pretty much have my feeling straight on the game. Definitely like overall for Fire Emblem Engage. One of the best two Fire Emblem games. It is to, it is in my top two for combat-wise. Wow. Everything they do with the engage portion of things, bringing back the weapon triangle, getting done with all of the weapon durability crap, which I'm it kind of iffy on for most games. It Getting away with all that, this game is so much fun to think of strategically and just have... It, it just makes my brain happy. Does it take me an hour or like 30 minutes to do one of my own turns? Yes. But I'm also playing on classic. So yes. when a unit dies, it dies. Regardless of yeah. that fact, I the, the combat is just that much more refined. But what, what makes it, I guess, more like apparent and what's kind of on the downslope of the game is the story is pretty cookie cutter. It is it, like... Three houses story was a lot better, but also you had three different houses and eventually a fourth one that you kind of went through and got to experience and got to experience different stories from. This one is very, very, you know, pretty much down to the down to every Fire Emblem core. And if you played Fire Emblem Emblem games, you kind of know how this story goes. So 
Like, that's one thing I do want to mention is people looking for the same writing from Three Houses, you're not going to get it with this game. But the combat is just that more fun. The engage feature is a fun addition to it. And, you know, if if you're the type of person that doesn't mind, like, all of the and tropes, I'll say, you know, all the tropes that the Fire Emblem engage characters, like, roll into or fit into, as if you can focus on the combat, you're going to have a ton of fun with what the combat offers in this game. Mm. It's just that the story and sometimes the characters can definitely be a bit too, in a word, anime for most people. Oh, no. And, yeah. uh, That's the death just, stroke for me. <laughs> but it's just some of those characters. Like it's it, And it's the same complaint that I hear. There are these twins early in the game called Fram and Clan. Yes, yes, there are. And <laughs> these two characters are the most, like, I'll come out and say it, the, kind of the most annoying. Like, all okay. they do is gawk at you and tell you how great you are. And they they're do. just like, oh, my God, look, it's the dragon. You know, it's the divine one is what they keep calling you. And it's like, could you please just be great. like a, could you be, could you at least be like a little bit normal? Like, could you just not, <laughs> like, gawk at me every time I try to talk and get our support conversations up? Like, most of these characters are actually okay, but I can see where people, because Fram and Clan are the two that you meet so early on in the game, they will get on your nerves and you will, like, it will be a deciding factor if you decide to, to continue with the game. So Barry, Barry, do, do they remind you of any kid displayed in a Monster Hunter game? Because I feel like those kids, those people are the same way. Like, oh, Hunter, you know, like Miraculous Hunter. Like, I feel maybe not as, as blatant, but I was trying to figure out like what other game did, had like essentially what looks like kids because they act like kids, like acting that way, like oh divine one, oh this, oh that. I don't know. They remind me. They remind me of somebody from a Monster Hunter game. I I don't know. Like that, that reveres you as you yeah. progressed. You know. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is yeah, this is support <laughs> conversation one. That's support conversation we one for those two. <laughs> yes. the only question. I don't is... like the voice. What? I have an idea. How oh, about boy. we spread our message by making pamphlets? No. <laughs> okay. I better understand now. Yes, yes, you do. <laughs> but th th those are my those are our opinions on Engage. Again, the combat is by far top two in the entire series, and it it is a lot of fun, and it only gets deeper as you go through. So I am I am very happy with the combat, and that is enough to make me continue to play through the game. Okay. So okay, what do you want to talk about next? Hi-Fi Rush or yeah, let's Fun? do Hi-Fi Rush. Let's do Hi-Fi Rush, man. Let's do okay. it. Okay. Uh, so I just went on a little bit of a tangent with Fire Emblem. I'll let one of you two take the lead when it comes to Hi-Fi Rush. Uh, okay. Craig, so, go ahead. <laughs> here's what I'll say. I also completed the game probably about, what, like seven to ten hours-ish to get through this game. So not extremely long. Um, first initial impressions, and this is the first thing I texted you, Barry, was like, this is the smoothest animation I've I think I've ever seen in a game ever like the art style, like the whole time I'm playing this game. I'm like, if, if me personally, if I were to ever create my own anime and, and draw my own anime, this is how I would draw everything in that world. Like I like the heavy, heavy black lines are like, I love that stuff. I think it looks so cool. Um, but yeah, just like the cutscenes 
are so well done that I didn't want to skip any. Um, yeah. The story is like intriguing to me. The characters are all great. Um, and it's a rhythm game at its heart, which I'm a sucker for. And just mm-hmm. the ability to like, um, I started out with the little, they give you the ability to put like the, the beat gauge on the bottom of the screen. I started with that and then eventually I just got rid of it and you just start listening to the music and you really like get in the zone. And that's when you start getting like those A or S ranks and you start feeling really cool pulling stuff off. Um, And when you get like near the, you know, second half of the game where you have all your support characters and you're like pulling off combos and switching between your support characters on the fly and having them jump in and do their attacks. It feels so good. Uh, And it's just so smooth. Um, so for a game that came literally out of nowhere, I think this is like, it's a, it's a, a lock for somewhere in the top for best surprise this year, I think, unless we just get surprised by a million things, I think it's going to end up in my top 10 somewhere, maybe top five. I don't know. There's a lot of games coming out this year. Um, but yeah, it's just overall like controls. Well, I think the only thing that I had a minor issue with is I wish there was a sprint button yes because i get like i just do like the tapping three times to the beat dash like constantly um but when you're not doing that your character feels a little slow um even what even though he's running it's just it feels slow um and i think like the upgrades are are good it's overall like it's well thought out it's not too overwhelming but there's enough there that even when you beat the game, like there's more stuff you can go back and do, which I haven't done just because there's so many other games out there. But if this was like a typical January where there's not a whole lot out there, I might consider trying to hundred percent this game. Honestly, mm-hmm. um, maybe I go back to it in a lull here when it gets slow, but yeah, overall, like I'm so impressed with this game. Yeah, Craig, to um to piggyback your admiration for the game, a lot of great points there. I was the guy in the in the introduction and in the introductory level waiting for them to introduce Dash. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, we got our double jumps, we got all this, and like I'm, I agree with you. I think it's that's one of the for a rhythm based game that's so fast paced in cutscene transitions battling. That's the one thing that's like slowing it down. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's it's definitely I mean, if that's what we're com- like, we're if that's our gripe with it, then that's a very well polished game. But yep. that is something that I did notice. I enjoyed I enjoy how the level also responds. Now, I didn't beat the game, mm-hmm. but um, I got like a two hour, maybe three hours into it. And um, I I also stop playing when I say stop. I mean, stop moving my character. So I can just see him snapping to the beat in addition to just the level reacting to the same yeah. beat and yeah. kudos to the soundtrack. I haven't even gotten through the game and they're start. They were starting off strong with nine inch nails and black keys. I was like, are you kidding me? You yeah. know, like, just, yeah. like out of, just out the gate, just like top notch musical um, um, musical numbers. And it's really quite solid. Again, it, it, you know, I, I was trying to figure out what it reminds me of. And I wrote down um, Scott Pilgrim versus the world mm-hmm. with like rock band with <laughs> like a, a dash of ratchet and clank. It kind of yeah. reminded me just like with his it reminded me of the wrench, you know, uh, battling from ratchet and clank. And it, it's 
even even in the um in the in the middle parts, it reminded me of I'll throw one towards you, Barry, a little Scarlet Nexus hub mm-hmm. world in the in yeah. the in the middle there, a little Scarlet Nexus action <laughs> where all your friends are together and you're talking, yeah. you know, like that kind of thing. So it's a great combination. This is the kind of stuff you want to drop without any notice. We have the big games that you just can't dodge either getting leaked or you having to announce it as developers. But but like, you know, from the from the studio that did Evil Within. Yeah. Wild. To come back with something like this, keep it a secret, like you were saying earlier, Craig, keeping it like a, a, a basic secret. This yep. is the game you drop and you drop without notice and it's making a splash clearly. Not everybody is playing it, but I don't know how you don't enjoy it. It's 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 top notch. And I think it'll be in, it's at least top 15. I'm calling it now. It's in my top 15. Yeah, for the year. I don't think I'm going to have 14 or sorry, 16 other games. That'll be 15 other games. That'll beat it out and make it 16th. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am hesitant for top 10 or top five, like calling it now, because like you said, there are a lot of games that are coming out. But, right. you know, definitely one of the biggest surprises, unless they come out with something insane out of nowhere that, you know, yeah. that could beat it. But great, great game. It, and like not like no spoilers or anything, obviously, because you haven't finished it. But like near the the ending third of the game, um, using a, a Beethoven song to perfection <laughs> was crazy. Um, yeah, it's just the music's great. I mean, I think like I'm playing this game and I was like, all right, so it's going to end up in the biggest surprise category. It's going to end up in best soundtrack category. It's probably going to end up in at least in conversation in the top 10 for us at the end of the year. That's a lot of categories. Yeah. Yeah. For a game that was shadow dropped for it. I think that just goes to more credit to them on how well the game was produced. And for the most part, like you guys pretty much said everything that needs to be said about the game. I just really enjoy some of the references we get. The, the first boss of the game is a literal Jojo reference. Like he does poses it mm-hmm. is so anime, like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure wise, and that hooked me in. And then you have references to like Left Shark, yeah, from Wild uh, from <laughs> out of Katie nowhere. Perry. You yep. get you get references to Transformers mm-hmm. as well. Uh, so it's like there are there are all these like cool things that it's like if you're into like media and stuff like that, you're gonna, like they make it very clear that these are references to those things. Yeah. So you know, just overall the the game is fun, and what I want to make sure people notice is we keep saying it's a rhythm game. Yeah. You don't necessarily need to be playing on the rhythm for it to work because some people are not rhythmically inclined. You know, that's just how, you know, life works with some things. You don't have to play it with the rhythm like that. They do give you all the tools to figure out how to play on the rhythm, right. but you you don't have to. I think the game just gets a little you, – you kind of lose some of the – the the point of the game i guess is what i'll call it when you're not playing on rhythm uh Mm -hmm. but you know that's that's just the way things are you know with it i i i like the fact that you don't need to be rhythmically inclined to play this game the fact that Mm. you can learn to play it rhythmically only helps you and they make that very clear in the tutorial like they're just like hey you know you don't have to play it rhythmically but if you do you're going to do tons of bonuses you're going to get those s ranks that you know people like to get and you know they're they're fighting so yeah. It's it's all right there for you to learn it. You just need to be able to take it. One thing I will say, like some sometimes the dodge mechanic I, or the parry mechanic, I wasn't the biggest fan of. 
Yeah. There, I was I was pretty frustrated sometimes where some of the bigger enemies you face have this mechanic where you can kill them in one shot if you parry all their attacks. And Which are I feel like based. some Yeah, it's rhythm based. <laughs> yes. And yes. I feel like just sometimes like it feels like if you don't hit the first one, you get hit with the entire combo. And then it's like, okay, I'm almost dead. I now need to use, you know, a, a special to get my health healed up and that kind of thing. So just, you know, keep keep that in mind. Like, it might have just been me that had those issues, but there are a lot of times where, like, I, I know the beat and I know how to do it. But if I miss the first, like, note or something like that, it all just goes crumbling downhill and I get hit by everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I think the I would say all the boss battles are extremely creative. Yes, right? like, uh, yeah, some they, of the best boss battles. Yeah, because like you know, you're like your first boss battle is pretty typical. And I was like, you know, they set it up as like, all right, there's however many bosses you're gonna have to go through. I'm like, okay, but then you start going through them and like each one is like you're beating them in a completely different way. It's not just like mm-hmm. here's their health bar, go hit them until they die. I mean, there is that, but like some of the other That's stuff the they throw boss. <laughs> Yeah, some of the other stuff yes. they throw at you is pretty cool. Like the way they do it um and yeah i think for me i'm playing and i'm like man this to me is like the second coming of lollipop chainsaw like that type Uh. of humor (laughs) you know like i know we're getting a a remaster of that but like that style and and devil may cry i get that too and even a little almost a little kingdom hearts ish in the in the action um oh let's go (laughs) i i mean i felt it you know it's almost it's a guitar but if you squint your eyes you can pretend it's a key it's a keyblade. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's totally a keyblade. It is totally, yeah, it's totally a keyblade. It's a keyblade. Let's yeah. be honest. <laughs> can, can I ask you? Uh, can I ask you to a question? Number one, yeah. is it too far fetched in our uh, in our yearly awards coming up this uh, this round to do like a top boss in a game category? Like, can, cool. is that possible? Yeah, I just thought yeah. of that when you were when you were when you when you were talking about the boss. No, that, no, that, um, no, that's a good section. It's yeah, early no, enough we that should... we can think about it all year and have yeah. that in mind when we're playing games. Exactly. Yeah. It'd be that's hard for true. me. It'd be hard for me to pick one from this game though, because I had a couple okay. that I really liked. Um, okay. Yeah, I don't think not. Yeah, I think maybe two or three that I really really enjoyed. Um, the yeah, other I'd thing that I had, it, but I get it. Yeah. The other thing I had is like, do you guys have a game in mind? Because like when I I really just like that there's not too many games that do the A rank, S rank kind of thing. You got your Bayonettas, you got your Devil May Cries. But the earliest game that I can remember, and correct me if I'm wrong if you guys have an earlier one, but the earliest game that I can remember that did that ranking is Devil May Cry. Am I wrong? Was that like was, the first mainstream, mainstream game be. to do that? PlayStation 2? Devil May Cry? Yeah. The yeah, so. original like OG because like I'm Maybe. trying to think. I was like, was there just like a random Super Nintendo or Sega game that was like you got S rank? I don't for think. your battlings. I'd have to so, almost Google it. Well, yeah, and I guess it depends because I know God of War came out on the PS2 as well. Yeah, but P- it wouldn't go S rank. It would count your hits and then you know say awesome or you know that that kind of thing. It wasn't. I'm not sure if you want to count that in the same league as devil may cry but i feel like still devil may cry is the came out yeah. before any of those most yeah. likely yeah i mean a quick google is saying the first time it came out was a playstation 2 game um uh called red star in 2007 okay. so yeah playstation 2 era would have been it. okay 
Yeah. All right. So that's on Hi-Fi Rush. Play it if you aren't already. It's on yep. Game Pass and on Steam for 25 bucks. It's not yes. even a full price game. Worth it. Keep that in mind. So uh, I guess it's kind of up to you guys. We can talk about Forspoken. You guys can go into Let's Dead Space. I can grab my game. Yeah, grab that copy. Let's do it. Grab grab your copy, yeah. (laughs) The the real question is going to be, for everybody out there, is are we going to put up an argument or are we just going to be like, yeah, you return that right now? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, here we go. It's sealed. For those listening and not watching, it is a sealed copy of Forspoken for PS5, not for PC, because nobody should play it on PC with those specs. No kidding. <laughs> Barry, make your right, case. So, all right. So, and the, these, I guess we'll both give our impressions on the game overall. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, I, I do think people are being a bit too harsh on this game, just in general. I will admit the, and I guess I'll start off with the good. I think the combat is fun. I do think there are points in the combat that I do enjoy. I think the parkour is a lot of fun to get around uh, mm-hmm. with, with the story as well. And uh, the world of Athia, which is the, the place you go to, does intrigue me. I do enjoy, and it is a very pretty game. Like, that is kind of the good that I can get out with uh, overall. I think the main thing you're going to run into is whether or not the dialogue is too cringy or is or, or the dialogue isn't to you or you just hate Frey. Yeah. She is here. the beginning of the game yeah. is I, I, I actually feel for Frey. It's like, OK, Same. Frey, you're I, you could be a likable character. But the thing is, is that flips it within w- within <laughs> 45 a, a minutes. Yeah. yeah, that flips and Frey and Frey for the most part. And I, I guess I get why she is the way she is, but. It's a you choice. Can, yeah, it it, it, she it, it mean? is a choice. Yes, yes. What? She hates everything. She curses more than I ever would yeah. have thought. Yeah, yeah, she she curses to the like point a that it's uncomfortable. Really? It's like it seems forced to me. I don't know. I just personally, I was yeah. like, eh, I don't know. Also, keep in mind if you are interested, Craig. This is the only game so far that's came out for PlayStation that can do 4K and 120 hertz. With a capable mm-hmm. TV. So if you kind of want to see what the PlayStation can do, this is also a good test mark bench for it. Not I that 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 is a point for you to open the game. I'm just be <laughs> it is. With you. That would be a solid I, point. Because that is that, that, that point. Yeah, that, that is a I point to open the game, but I I don't go think ahead, that I don't think that Freya looks that well, good in the game. I would I, I think it's a good looking game. I wouldn't say it's like horizon level or anything like that no like the character models i'll definitely say feel a little bit weird i took a look at the actress that played freya Mm -hmm. like she is a very pretty actress Mm -hmm. um as well there too and i i get a feeling that and i don't know she probably had to do motion cap for this or i can't tell if they did motion cap or if they just scanned her into the game uh, for it and then just kind of had her 3d and 3d character do everything else sure. but I, I will admit character models like seem a little rough even like mm-hmm. the first girl that you meet her character model is rough and i'm I, i'm not completely yeah. sure why because the world itself is pretty it is a pretty pretty world the, to like kind of run around in the new york portion at the beginning is very well done 
Um, I think the the world you end up going into is it looks good, but it's like very all the same to me. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It's like it's just rocks. <laughs> um, I think like what was most jarring for me is like you have your first cut scene. Right. And it involves um, a judge. Right. And I was like, OK, I, I, I'm OK with this entrance. But then you run into that judge later. And at least for me the jarring discrepancy of how the judge looked in the cutscene to how she looked when I met her in the game was so different. Mm-hmm. Like, like I was watching the cutscene, I was like, Oh, that's actually really nice, really well done. And then you meet her and like all those facial features were gone and it was just like flat. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know, wow. maybe I'm playing on the wrong setting. You know, maybe that's part of the problem, but I'm playing on a 4k 120 Hertz TV. Um, and like I, I went for, in this one, I was like, no, I don't I don't care about performance. I want it to look as pretty as possible. And for me, I was like, character models are a little eh. they could be better, um, but it's not like the end of the world uh, for me. I think the cuff is obnoxious, like I cannot obnoxious. cannot stand. And we had talked about this, Barry, but the fact that they default by having the cuff not only come out of the TV, but also talk out of your controller at the same time is oh, so no dumb. way you can turn it off. Right. Um, but I shouldn't, I shouldn't have to No, you and, shouldn't have, like no, you as a player shouldn't have to. I'm sitting there playing and I'm like, why is it echoing? And I was like, Oh, cause it's coming out of my controller at the same time. Why would you do this? Why? Um, but I think having only played a couple hours, I agree with you, Barry, that I don't think it's as bad as everybody is like piling onto this game. Now it could get worse. I don't know. Um, am I, is it enough for me to finish the game? I don't know just because of the sheer amount of other games that are out there right now. Um, I would say for me, here's my thought. And I'll say this to you, Craig, I would almost lean towards and maybe Barry will contradict me here. I would almost lean towards not opening it and returning it and buying it when it's inevitably $30 in like a month or two. You know what I mean? Because you know it's going to happen. This game is just getting absolutely destroyed. Um, and they're going to do like, all right, now it's twenty nine ninety nine, you know, and then pick it up well, again. Yeah, to be <laughs> fair, though, this might be one of those Balan Wonderland games where you, you see it once I, and you can never get it again. Barry, I still see Balan Wonderland at, at Target for $10. It's still there. You never know. <laughs> it's a masterpiece. You never know. I don't I think, think this is a terrible I, I do, game. I do, yeah, I do agree with Craig there with it may be better to return it and then kind of wait till it's like 40 or 30 bucks. Yeah. Which yeah. inevitably means you are still opening it just later. Is, right. Is yes. All it means for right. us. I, I mean, um, I could open it on camera too when I buy it for thirty bucks. Like, yeah, it's true. Um, true. That 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 is a very strong point for that. And yeah, you know, for the for the most part, like I, I think I agree with Craig. That may end up being the best bet is you know returning it, wait it till it gets cheaper. Like the main thing here though is is you know we say there's certain good parts about the game, and it is a mm-hmm. technical like four K hundred twenty hertz it, right. or frames per second is nice. But then the issue run into is when you do decide to pick up the game when it's 30 to $40, what are other games that you are playing that you're going to buy that? And then you're just, you're not going to play it because you're not going to have any, because you're, you're going to run out right. of time to I play just, it. 
Yeah. I just have a strong feeling that we're going to get a very, like, besides Final Fantasy 16, we might get a very easy summer after Breath of the, uh, Breath of the Wild 2. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's still more games that could get dropped. I could be completely stupid in thinking that. But right. I'm leaning towards the original suggestion, like, especially as you guys are talking, because, like, I literally didn't cancel it out of laziness, even <laughs> after hearing all the negative, because I pre-ordered it this time last year like it was almost available around this time last year if i'm incorrect like this Mm -hmm. is when you were pre-ordering it and i just left it because i thought it was going to be great but i think i think even though it kind of would be pleasing to open a game just on air (laughs) oh look at me i'm I'm all fancy saying on air um i think i'd rather do the the middle the the smarter suggestion which is take it back get it for 30 and what i should what I sh- what I should do is what I should have done, which is take like, it back, return it, it and it. buy Dead Space. I was like, literally just about to say, I'll give you the smoothest transition, return it and get Dead Space. Yeah, and to, like the smoothest, talk about Dead Space. smoothest transition into Dead Space. Look at that. I agree. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, Dead Space is phenomenally well done as a remaster. Um, having, I think it helps having just played through it like less than six months ago, the original Dead Space, and going back and playing it again, and and noticing how much they've changed, not just like the upgrade in like textures, but just the amount of stuff they've added into the world that they wouldn't have been able to do on the PS3 or 360 back then. Um, it just helps to immerse you in the game better. Um, adding in Isaac having lines now was an interesting choice I wasn't sure I'd be a fan of, but I do like it because he was a silent protagonist in the original Dead Space. He never talked, and now he does. Um, and I think it's for the better. And it's still just as fun to play as it was, what was that, 2008, I think is when Dead Space came out. Um, but it just feels like a modern horror game, except for the fact that like I, it's like so ingrained in my head because I've beaten it so many times that I'm like on autopilot playing that game like yep this guy's gonna jump out of here i'm gonna go over here and grab this and then that guy's gonna come down here it's just like burned into my brain but this is gonna be on that list for best remake this year easily um just because it feels it feels almost gross saying good job ea doesn't it but like i feel like they're on a path of redemption a little bit lately ea maybe a little and this is definitely a step in the right direction um go ahead and remaster two and three and give me those two because i'll buy those up immediately how long is the original one again 10 to 15 like if you could think 10 to 15 yeah i remember when it first came out i beat it in a weekend um so maybe 8 to 15 depending on how fast or slow you creep through those levels Um, I tend to run now, Mm. right? Because I played it so many times. I'm just like, go, go, go. But like, if you haven't played in a while and you don't remember where stuff's going to pop out, probably closer to 15 because you're going to be creeping, (laughs) waiting for stuff to come out of the vents. Oh, I bet. Yep. 100% a buy. Easily worth. Mm -hmm. I was a little unsure about the $70 price tag, but I think it's worth it. Yeah, I know uh, from all the reviews I'll be uh, that I've listened to, it's definitely worth it. I have the game, just haven't started it yet. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'll eventually get there too. And every from everything I've heard, this is a very true to true to Dead Space and a very true upgrade from the original, which I think is what more or less we're looking for. Not yeah. really just the same, but to further improve on it, which is what it has done. 
Uh, Barry, I'm pretty proud of the two of us, you and I. You know, as somebody, as two people who get very scared at games, we powered through Callisto Protocol, and now we're going. We're going to be into this, into yep. this remake. Look at us. Look yep. at us. Pat, you guys are doing so Pat well. Still, look at us. <laughs> Gotta love no. a good game that makes you jump. Gotta love it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Any other games we wanted to talk about? Yeah, Goldeneye. Yeah. Did anybody else download this off Game Pass? I have not or Nintendo yet. Switch. No. I didn't play it on the Switch. I played it on the Xbox. Um, I don't know. Like, uh, it runs the same. So it's like uh, 30 frames, which I think I was watching like a review video and they were saying that like, yeah, the original ran at like 15 frames on the 64. So like having it run at 30 is is an upgrade technically. Um, I don't know. Barry, does this game have the nostalgia that it has for like me at my age for you? So it does. This was definitely one of the first games I played on N64. Okay. I think the main thing that you may want to separate with it, too, is that the Xbox version has yeah. 4K graphics and as much as 4K can 4K. do with that. Yeah. As much as the game can do with that. Right. And 30 FPS. The Nintendo one has exclusive right. multiplayer to Online it. Online multiplayer. Yeah. So just yes. keep that in mind when you're maybe trying to pick. Like if you have Game Pass and Nintendo online, it doesn't matter. It's free when right. it comes with it for right. both of them. But just keep that in mind when you're getting it. I I think I will eventually play it. The main thing that I worry about is for me, that game has more memories for me playing multiplayer with my brother and like sure. him being mm-hmm. odd job and us, you know, cursing at each other and, you know, throwing odd jobs hat around. Yeah. And like it's it's that kind of stuff that definitely makes it a bit more difficult to kind of judge this game with because mm-hmm. the story mode I barely remember if at all really um yeah oh, but I that's I I, I, I was more, I was that young I spent a lot of time with both multiplayer and single player um it does have local multiplayer on Xbox which I mean if you're going for true nostalgia that's that's what you should do right because True nostalgia is, is, you know, three of your friends huddled around a tiny TV and saying, mm-hmm. I'm not peeking at your screen while you're yeah, the screen watch, <laughs> the screen watch. That your was the original. That was the original peaking. fighting over screen peeking. Was oh, my God. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it runs well. It looks it's a 4K and, you know, it's still like boxy graphics with like their face plastered on. But like it, it looks better than I remember because of that. Like playing through that first single player level again on on the dam. And I was like, man, this looks better than I remember. And obviously it controls better because you got two analog sticks instead of one from the 64. Um, But if you want true nostalgia, you can just use your 64 controller for your switch. If you really, if you can get them. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But yeah, if you want the online multiplayer, you got to play on switch. Um, I don't think there's any plan to ever have that on Xbox, as far as I know. I think that's just straight Nintendo's. That was their deal yeah. for giving Microsoft, uh, you know, exclusive rights to it. Um, you know, even it dropped on Game Pass the other day. And like when I went to download it, it said I already owned it because I own Rare Replay. It's just. Oh, yeah. It's considered part of Rare Replay. And I bought that years ago. Um, so, yeah, I think it's. um it's a it's a faithful remake. They didn't change anything. It's tough for me to say that, like, yeah, this belongs in best remake category at the end of the year because they didn't really do anything. 
they just ported they, it. Yeah. They, just they just ported it. Ported they it. didn't they didn't do any work to it. But it's still the same game we remember. And and for that it's fun. I'm definitely gonna play through all the levels. Um it has achievements on Xbox, which is cool. If you really want to hunt down, there's like 60 of them. Um but yeah, I, I I've been having fun with it as like a side note in between Dead Space and and Call of Duty. It's nice to kind of throw some golden eye on. How is it um because one of the things I distinctly remember from playing it, because I did the single and, and multiplayer mm-hmm. as well, you know, that was the game yep. for sleepovers and things like that. But as far as a single player, how is it with uh, heads and arms and stuff still going through doors? Because oh, that was like, there. it's still it's there. Still there? <laughs> yeah. That's, I literally had part on, of the fun. Yep. Literally had on the second level where there was a door that I couldn't open because the enemy's head was clipped through it and his arms yes. were like going like this. <laughs> that's still that's part of the nostalgia. That's yep. part of the nostalgia right there. And oh, and I'm man. sure I'm I'm not alone. I think everybody else did this, but the first thing I did was load up the damn level and immediately hit pause and just be like, yes, that pause music is so good. <laughs> yeah. mm, it's so good. Um, but yeah, it's finally out we've been asking for this to be released on modern consoles for years and years so definitely go pick that up for sure all right so with movies and tv shows i'll come out and say with all the movies and tv shows i watched last time uh-huh. uh, i only watched the last of us this week i oh. need to watch i need to watch the new amazon uh, prime video with j-lo but i haven't gotten there yet josh Duhamel <laughs> are in it too yes so I'll, I'll be I'll be watching that. But what, what did you guys watch anything else other than that? I put in some work this week, Barry. I guess it was my time. Um, I watched uh, Sick, which is a new horror movie. Uh, oh. I watched I watched Megan, the horror movie Megan. Um, I watched The Last of Us, and I binge through the first season, and I'm on to the second season of White Lotus. Jesus, I was nice. on a roll this week. <laughs> that's a tough act to follow um so i only watched i'll just stay last of us definitely caught yep. up on that so we can obviously talk last of us um the only other thing i watched and the reason why i reacted craig is um my wife and i were trying to figure out what to watch last night and it was between the menu yep and sick okay so we landed on the we let la- we landed on the menu it's a better choice so i'm interested <laughs> okay good i'm interested to hear your talk about sick so i watched the menu and the second episode of the last of us okay so craig i want you to talk about the menu first craig yes we're going to talk about the menu first because craig and i have already watched that so Mm -hmm. what is your opinion on the menu i really liked it um so (laughs) yes i'm sorry part part of me is a part of me is an artsy kind of person you know in like in enjoying film and television shows something that really kind of hits home and like that's what that film did for me it had a more artsy flair to it um now part of me also loves watching cooking shows and i appreciate it because like deep down i really love cooking um i'm okay at it like i can you know i know that's my way around some spices and stuff like that but like i'm not really near any upper echelon um type of person but like watching the dishes and just like the breakdown and the love of like cooking that was shown and such like that i enjoyed seeing that now the culty um chef side and the negative guests that were there and why they were there like i also partially enjoyed that portion of the movie as well um 
number one, I'm, I'm forgetting his name, but the guy who played the main character, the foodie gentleman, I'm forgetting like what his name is in real life. Um, but out the get go, I know you're not supposed to like him. Didn't like him. Um, yeah, super, but obnoxious. you're not, su- <laughs> but like, you're not supposed to. And then you find out later really why you don't like him. But um, like what I can say is this movie Nicholas and the invitation, Nicholas, Nicholas Holt thinking yeah. this movie and the invitation came out within like two weeks of each other. I had already seen the invitation weeks ago. I wish I would have watched this one. I think it was great. I didn't mind the ending. Um, specifically because of the s'more type of reference, <laughs> the way that was done. I thought that was tasteful to be corny. <laughs> but um, here, let me get you really did that. You really did tasteful there. Tasteful. Yeah, I, 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 thought, I, it, was... I thought it was. <laughs> oh, guys, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say uh, the fun thing about that ending there is um, like with with what the chef does at the s'more thing, it kind of leads into the start of Harry Potter and probably uh, why, you know, he has <laughs> Ralph Phineas, the actor has no nose as Lord Voldemort. So I, I like, learned it that's off. Good. Yeah. That's yep. good. So I, I, I'm pr- uh, my roommate and I came up with that. So I'm pretty sure the menu is a prequel for Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought that was interesting though. So like the only thing I didn't get gentlemen with that was, and then I realized it because of the display of how it was done is like it, it was kind of weird when she found out when she saw that old picture of his and where he actually started his love of cooking with him cheesing, making cheeseburgers. Mm-hmm. And she brought it back around and presented it to him in like a very challenging way. The guy who was literally had control over this whole scenario and he just marveled in the joy of just actually making food for once even if it was a greasy double cheeseburger and then then he just let her go that was weird but then when the film ended i let it sit for a second i let it marinate okay since we're talking about food i let it marinate for a second (laughs) and i realized that like that's it's supposed to be kind of like an indication of somebody who's actually bringing him back into his passion which is what the people who were at the dinner were taking him out of in their own specific ways. So um, I, I liked it. I don't, I don't see, I, I would watch it again. Like I, I try to judge movies in a way that like, when would I watch it again? I would watch it again in six months or less. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and that's, I think, that's good. Yeah. I think for the most part to that ending, you have to realize throughout the movie, they're always saying she wasn't supposed to be here. Yep. So yeah. everything that they had planned for uh, Tyler is the is the is his name. Um, everything they had planned for his girlfriend, like, ends up not working for her because, you know, Anna, T- Anna Taylor Joy's Margot character, you know, she, you know, who she plays as is a prostitute and Tyler yep. did not care. Uh, yeah. About Didn't anything care. about her. It, it was kind of a I really like that twist. Right there with Tyler, that was good. you know, yep. with Tyler knowing everything, I really enjoyed that. But I think for the most part, it was, it was a lot of the, it was a lot of like that's kind of one of the reasons she got let go as well, was yep. because her, her and Ralph kind of understood each other at one point, and no matter what, like Ralph was continuing to say, "Hey, you don't belong here," and it's like, well, yeah, I don't. You, you're right, yeah. I don't. Yep. So, <laughs> I think it it fits too with like the little line with um. Uh, the one like assistant when she asks him like why am I here, and he's like 
where did you go to school? And I think she says like what Yale or something. And he's mm -hmm. like, do you have any student loans? And she's like, no, I don't. And he's like, you die. Like, I like, it's just, yeah. Like he wasn't, I took that as like with, well, and her, she was also stealing money right, from, uh, from right. the actor. Like he was yeah. his, he was so twisted in the way he was going to kill everybody, but it was almost like he was like a, a killer with a conscience where he was like, well, she hasn't done anything to deserve to die. So I will let her mm. go. Doesn't matter to him because he's going to kill himself anyway. So he doesn't care if she gets away. What does it matter? You know? Um, but yeah, I think it's, it's just a well done movie. It's great. It yeah. is really enjoyed it. <laughs> Craig, what about sick? All it's right, so sick, sick the, is uh, the talk of all this food has made me sick. Sick. Um, <laughs> it's quite a quite a mouthful. A horror movie. Is this the first horror movie based on the pandemic? Has there been other one? I don't think there has been. I think this is the first one. Um, so as a horror movie based on the pandemic uh, in 2020, it revolves around two girls who are going to uh, the one girl's family's cabin to quarantine. This is right at the start of the pandemic. Um, and then there is people that are trying to kill them. Uh, I don't want to give away the ending of the movie because that's the whole point. You watch this movie is trying to figure out who these people are and why they want to kill them. Um, but I will say that it's certainly an ending. <laughs> it's certainly a choice as to why they want to kill them. It was not I didn't expect the where they went with it. I can't say that I was like, oh, that's cool. It was just kind of like interesting. You know, that's it's a it's a I would say you could watch it if you enjoy horror movies. I wouldn't say it's like a crazy twist, but I was like, OK, I see what they're going for. I don't need to watch this ever again, but it was entertaining at very bare minimum. Um, <laughs> so you made the right choice watching the menu instead. Uh, you could still Glad. watch it. You can still watch sick if you want to, um, but I can't like wholeheartedly recommend it. I'll forget about it in next week. I guarantee it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, nice. But but Megan, I finally got to see Megan. Um my daughter has been begging me to watch this movie since it came out in theaters. She's 10, but she loves horror movies. And uh, so it finally came on digital to rent. So we rented it. Uh, what I can say about this movie is it's extremely well done. Um, it's, oh, okay. it's, it's funny. Uh, it's very, uh, it's very, it's more sci-fi. The horror elements are at the very end, but it's definitely okay. a more sci-fi feel with like this robot, uh, that's supposed to be for kids, obviously going crazy and killing people. Um, my here's my issue with the movie. And I said this uh, to my wife because she watched it as well. I will buy this movie when it comes out on 4K Blu-ray. If they bundle it in with the R rated slash unrated version, because the deal with this movie is, is they filmed it as an R rated movie. And then the distributor said, we want this to be PG-13. So more audience members can see it. Right. So what you get is with every single one of the deaths in this movie is these very, very obvious cutaways. So you don't see it. And like, I don't like that. I don't like wow. it, it. It bothers me when they're like, like, up oh, here she goes. This is this is a creative way to kill somebody. And then it just cuts, you know, like it'll cut to like, oh, here's like the blood pooling away or something, but not actually showing you what happens. And like when you watch a horror movie, that's part of the reason you're watching it, right? It's like the creative way that whoever it is, is killing people. So if they give me that version, which I'm assuming they probably will um, because it's already filmed, right? They already did it. 
um, I will buy it because I think it's a great movie. But as it stands, watching this PG-13 movie, I enjoyed it, but I was like a little annoyed that they did that. Um, and there's I very obvious it. cuts in the dialogue, too, to get rid of uh, swear words as well. It's just very like you can tell they're like, our movie is done. And then they're like, make it PG-13. And they're like, oh, quick, cut, 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 throw these cuts in here. We got to figure something out. And it's just very like it looks hacked, like hacked together at points, um, which is a shame because the rest of the movie is phenomenal. So definitely a watch. Um, maybe wait and see if that R-rated version comes out or unrated or whatever, and it'll have a much better time with it. Definitely will. Mm-hmm. Was there anything else you want to talk about, Craig, before the Last of Us? I know you said was there. Was there? Yeah, I got through. Watched? I got through the season one of White Lotus. That's right. White Lotus. Um, I'm on to oh, season yeah, yeah. two. How I, is it? I don't. I don't have to say a whole lot about it other than that. I really enjoy it. It's very okay. different. Um, obviously just revolves around a, a, a hotel, right? It's absolutely insane. The first season, um, like they, they open up the first episode with like, uh, everybody waiting at the airport to leave, to go back home from this resort in Hawaii. And they're like carting a body onto the airplane. And that's how they start it. Mm. And you're like, Oh, which one of these characters is going to die. Right. So you're watching this whole season, like, Oh, it's going to be this person. No, it's going to be this one. No, no, it's definitely this one. And I got it wrong. Um, which is cool. I like that kind of stuff. Right. Um, but they make you like all the characters are great. Either they're like, they're funny or like they do such a good job of making you hate them. You know, the whole thing revolves around like this hotel catering to these extremely rich customers who are coming to stay and they're all just overly entitled and obnoxious and that kind of stuff, which is, you know, you're just like, Oh my God, I hate this type of people. So it's like a fun hate watch. Um, and then I just started season two, but they added even more people into that. They got like Aubrey Plaza and all that kind of stuff in season two, but yeah, it's definitely a a good watch. I might have to watch it then. Okay. You would enjoy it for sure. You both would. I think you would. All right. Last of us part two, uh, Mm -hmm. or episode, sorry, last of us episode two (laughs) from HBO max for the most part. And I can let you guys more or less take this because there isn't much for me to say, I just wanted to know more or less your opinion, because this episode really does deal with the second portion, the city portion. You finally get to meet clickers. Thought that was awesome. Yes. I like what they did with like the cordyceps and the um, mm-hmm. like how the sun makes them react yes. and that kind of thing. I do like their choices and the changes they made with that. I did want to ask you guys, because I was a little weirded out, I guess, by the ending scene with where Tess is kind of getting... I don't know, kissed to death. Yeah. Like, yeah, die. like yep. did, did that feel off to you guys? Like that was the only, that was the only part of the episode where I was like, okay. Well, I mean, I guess like they changed it from the game, right? Cause in the game, it's not them getting overrun by clickers. It's that other group humans, yep. humans. And she sacrifices herself in the same way to save them. So I took it as like, Oh, are we not doing that group? Or are we are they showing up later? Or I mean, it's it was a little weird though. The whole like I'm gonna kiss you and transfer the fungi into your mouth it was weird. Yeah, it was. It was definitely. I don't know if that necessarily had to be completely done in the way that it was. You could have <laughs> you could have had a runner or a stalker getting very close to her as she was trying to you know flick the the lighter. Or whatever, but that's the way they chose to do it. It was an odd choice, though. I kind of was like, "Is that 
is this like is, is this like a seventh grader or something <laughs> like uh, with the first kiss kind of thing it was just i don't know yeah it was, no, and, that, and that's what i mean like it felt a little strange and i think it was meant to be like disturbing yeah in a way mm. but to me it just was like we almost never see like love really portrayed throughout most of like the last of us in like that one. physical type of way is what yeah. i want to say it's is and i i don't know i guess the first thought of like a zombie i guess is what we're used to is like biting at them or going for the neck mm-hmm. but not like putting Trying their hands around French. their mouth and i then, guess you know i, I guess it, do you think it's maybe because the those infected already knew that she was infected because they're all connected. They made a point of saying that, like, they all feel the same thing. You so you think what? maybe that's... they're like, they're like, maybe. he already knew. And that's why he didn't just attack her was like, oh, she's already infected. That's a good that's a good point, Craig, because like I had the you remember in World War Z when you when they came across, you know, people that weren't that didn't have a host body good enough for the infection. Right. So they r- would run past them. That's mm-hmm. what I felt like in the beginning where you saw the initial couple of cordyceps infected people running by her like in the right. background mm-hmm. and then the one notices her and goes up and then you know basically you know does its thing there but like that's <laughs> a good theory that's a good theory is it kind of just it just like passively mm-hmm. not aggressively yeah, for her maybe yeah i maybe. guess my only thinking is like if he bit her she would have dropped the lighter anyway i guess maybe if he infected her the cordyceps could have like Say, if they have a her. mind of their own, stopped her from dropping the lighter. I guess that's really Maybe. what it is. I guess for me, it just felt a little bit off the way to end a scene. It doesn't ruin it for me. It's still a fantastic episode otherwise, and I'm excited to see yeah. where we go mm-hmm. now that we're you know kind of into the meat of everything here. Right. And yeah, just Last of Us again. If you're wa- if you're not watching it, you should be. It is it is really good. I think. If, um, go ahead. I was gonna say if um. If that's what clickers look like, what are whew, when they get a bloater going? <laughs> but yeah. like they nailed, they nailed clickers costume and design, yep. costume and design. Yep. Thank you because like <laughs> I was really nervous. I'm a big fan of clickers. I they just made me feel a certain type of way when I played the game. I was nervous. I was always on edge at a very specific a very specific way when fighting clickers. I thought they were an amazing concept to put into that game, and I was hoping that they nailed it visually and they, they did, they did um, yeah. like incredible job there. I heard that they were very specific about who they had play clickers in particular to make sure that they really nailed the movement because we all know what that looks like, you know, having to wait to find the perfect time to sneak by them when playing the game, you know? And then the last thing I wanted to say, um, if I can't think of anything else going forward, is uh, it it what you said, Craig, with um, the switch, because like I noticed that, too, that like there wasn't the human scene that right. was Tess's demise. It just makes it, it interesting to me of what they're going to choose in terms of what sneaking um, stealth moments are going to be because of another faction or because of the cordyceps, because when they start because they they, they're going to do the two brothers when they bring in the two brothers um or like that scene when you first arrive into pittsburgh not to spoil anything but you do crash into a building when you arrive to pittsburgh and there is a huge human fighting scene like is that in or is it out you know i'm not going to ruin the other big ones but like that's not really (laughs) that big of a scene but like it's it's going forward i'm going to be more curious as to what 
what cordyceps moment stays in, what mm-hmm. faction moment stays in. Because I can still tell you, it, around this point in the game, there is in the game a a, a like fifteen clicker moment. And you guys know which one I'm talking about. Again, it doesn't really ruin it for the show watchers who didn't play the game. There's just a moment where there's like 10, there's like 12 to 15 clickers. It, yep. feel, it feels like, and you got to get by them. Is that in the game or in the, in the show? Cause that was a dope part mm-hmm. in the game. So like that, that's what I'm curious for and excited for as somebody who beat the game and played it more than once. Yeah. Um, I'm willing to give them liberty to do whatever they want. As long as when we get to season two, we get the scene with the whistle and the arrow. That's literally all I care about. Like, oh I my want that god! I wonder if it's gonna. Yeah, I wonder if it, I wonder if it'll get me the same way. That has to be in there at some point. Um, I think this episode, I I felt like I saw a lot more nods to the game, um, specifically like when they get to the hotel, her like messing with the bell at the front desk was from the game. Her saying she can't swim, such a big part of that game where you like she can't swim and you have to like push her across on on planks the whole time. Um, Mm -hmm. and I don't have any concrete evidence to back this up, but I am willing to die on the hill that that scene with the clickers, that room that they're in is from uncharted three. I'm just sticking to that, that I a hundred percent think it's from uncharted three. When, when you start that game, when you're young, Nathan Drake, and he's in that museum to steal something, Mm. I am like convinced that that's the same room. And that was like Neil Druckmann's nod to uncharted. Um, I I don't have anything to back it up. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm going to say that it is because I want to believe <laughs> that it is. But I, like, I love that they walked into that room and I was like, that that's the that's Uncharted. That's the Uncharted Museum. It has to be. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if, if that's the case. But yeah, I mean, still as hyped as I was from the first episode on this one. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. All right. Anything else? Any other uh, lasting remarks from the group here? Perfect. Nope. Well, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate any help that uh, or any listeners that have decided to listen all the way through here. If you feel so inclined, please make sure to leave a review on your pl- podcast listening platform of choice. It helps us get recommended out to other people. Leave a review. We appreciate it. And if you also could, make sure you share it with a friend that you think that might like it as well. If you're interested in kind of getting in touch with us, we have a Facebook, an Instagram, a Twitch and a Twitter, uh, Twitch. You're probably not going to get, I, I need to Twitch more, but you know, I'll, I'll get there one day. I think regardless, um, like Instagram, I've been very active on, I'm trying to be as active as I possibly can on it now in order to help us grow. So you'll probably see a lot more stuff from the Twitter, at least from me, I can guarantee that much. And mm-hmm. Craig's been posting stuff on Instagram as well. So just make sure to comment and that kind of thing. Uh, you know, we love the engagement and I'd like to see more engagement from the people that listen from us. So with that, finally, thank you again for listening, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Later, guys.